0: All right, let's do this. How are you? What the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fuck sticks? What the fuckadelics? delix? What's happening? I'm Mark Maron. This is my podcast. WTF? Welcome to it. The sun burned my trees. The sun burned my trees. What the fuck is happening? I asked the gardener guy. I'm like, what's up with the trees? He said, I'm pretty sure it was the sun just burned him. Oh, is that all? The sun burned the trees. Is this unusual? Is 118 degree heat in uh, Los Angeles unusual? Yes. And then when you realize, oh, it burned the trees. It burned a lot of trees. It just burned the landscape. Just fried it. So if you're thinking about doing exercise and working out and stuff, make sure... Adapting to uh, to the life of a lizard or a snake operating in that type of intensity is part of your plan. If you can get your body temperature down to about cold bloodedness and you can uh, sort of exist under rocks where it's still hot. Because once uh, once we blow out the power grid and the trees burn, it's going to be, uh, you know, you just I'm just saying, look, I'm not being negative. I'm just saying, integrate that into your workout. You know, preparing for that. You know, if you're doing the running, you know, do it in 110 degree heat. You know, deny yourself water and don't cool down. Can the distractions available obliterate our awareness totally of what is happening? The trees are burning, not from fire, it's from a hot day. Will the distractions available? Will the marvel movies and the options and the uh streaming services will will it succeed in obliterating our ability to connect with reality completely enabling our denial of uh said reality i I don't know but i'm just rethinking the last paragraph of george orwell's 1984 and he gazed up At the enormous face, 40 years it had taken him to learn what kind of smile was hidden beneath the dark mustache. Oh, cruel, needless misunderstanding. Oh, stubborn, self-willed exile from the loving breast. Two gin-scented tears trickled down the sides of his nose. But it was all right. Everything was all right. The struggle was finished. He had won the victory over himself. He loved Big Brother. I think what might be more frightening and what really might be the next turn of the screw of of how consumer culture works is that the last line, but it was all right. Everything was all right. The struggle was finished. He had won the victory over himself. He didn't give a fuck. Didn't give a fuck. I'm tired. I'm through the worst of it. You know, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to sit on my porch and watch the trees melt. Ray Liotta is on the show today. Who doesn't fucking love Ray Liotta? You you have to. You have to. You have to just recognize it. Goodfellas is, is the most watchable movie almost ever i i'll i'll start watching goodfellas wherever it's on even if it's if if the cussing is cut out but uh ray Liotta is here and uh it was wild to sit across from ray Liotta. also here today jim jeffries for a minute but on the other side of burning trees and fucking it all and losing hope or hoping for not the best but just a little bit of uh Relief from something. I uh, went to see an amazing chunk of art. Sarah the painter is doing a, uh, a public uh, art commission for the city of San Francisco for their new airport terminal. And she has designed a, it, it's going to be about 150 feet long, 10 foot high by six foot panels of stained glass. In, uh in her style of abstraction And I went and saw about five or six of the panels as they move together, as they are created over at uh, Judson Studio, which is this century old plus stained glass studio. And just the meeting of the creativity and abstract intent of Sarah Kane with this, you know, kind of a old timey medium. Pretty fucking stunning. She gave a little talk, had some people over, shared the process, but it's going to be just massive colors to see stained glass taken out of the hands of Jesus. You don't see it too often. You see it as decorative on, you know, in houses and whatnot. But this thing is massive and just, a, you know, this place, it's making the glass. That she's designing, you know, did Frank Lloyd Wright houses. They do big churches. They do, it's just a medium. You may not pay attention to it. It may have a, a sort of place in your mind, but it's probably not an exciting place. But man, it was just exciting to see some new kind of uh, understanding of something so familiar and so mind blowing. Art is good for you. Pull yourself out of your phone, get yourself out of the clickbait, get into some stuff that's moving into the imagination, out pushing the envelope with creativity. I don't know if it's going to save us. I don't know if art is going to save us, but it can certainly remind us that we're fucking human, right? So Jim Jeffries has been here before. He's a filthy man. You know, Jim, I uh, does have a, a new special coming out on Netflix. Uh, this is me now. It's called the it premieres tomorrow, July 13th. So we dropped by and uh, we talked a bit about uh, who he is now. Jim Jim Jeffries. <laughs>
1: many like how many kids you got now i've only got the one kid but I, I i have like a live-in nanny when i've got him and stuff like that you know so i've, I've that, that's 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 two people so you've got the kid <laughs> but you got no uh, the wife's gone the wife's gone but she lives she only lives half well i was never married but she only lives half a mile down the road yeah uh we have a very good relationship so we i see her once a week Probably. oh yeah so. yeah, yeah yeah it's all it's all good yeah we we, we were very clever and how, what we did was we uh we got she got pregnant after knowing her for 2 months. Yeah. And so uh you knew her for 2 months. knew her for 2 months. She I got, think I kind of remember this. Yeah. But one of one of the good things is people um a lot of people get uh people pregnant that they love. Yeah. And that's a silly thing. <laughs> That, that, that'll, that'll turn to hate eventually.
0: So if you just get someone pregnant who you kind of like and maybe no, like. know a little bit, yeah. you
1: can get to know them, and then you'll always kind of like them. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> it may never turn to love, but it probably won't turn to hate. So that's, that's the,
0: right. So so then, like you know, you have a kid, so that gives you an excuse to sort of get to know them as they grow as people. So how long did the thing last? Anyway, the, the, we
1: we muscled out four years. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, and then and now it's like uh, he's 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 heading on to six now. So. So, but no, wow. we, we, no, we must, we, maybe we did five years, including before he was born, like, yeah, stuff, but we've been bringing up for a, a bit over a year. How's the kid turning out? He's doing good, yeah, yeah happy little fella, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, he's the problem, is, it's like, I, it's nothing to do with me, he, he's, he's just very well behaved, yeah. And well, so, I, I've always wanted, I don't know if it, it wants a thing, but I've, I've always, uh, I thought that I would be a very strict parent. I yeah. I very, really? I thought disciplinary. I was disciplined very hard as a kid. Yeah, but then <laughs> it seems like your entire uh, life
0: has been pushing
1: back against that. Yes, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, But all, all I've got is the naughty step. That's all I do. That's yeah. all my... All the, like, like, if he is... <laughs> the naughty step? Yeah, it's the naughty step. It's a yeah. big thing. And they, get, they have to sit there for one minute of, the, of each year of their life. So he's up to five minutes naughty step time now. What,
0: what is that? Some kind of uh, Australian disciplinary thing?
1: No, that's... No, you watch any, like... Super nanny type program. Any parent knows about the naughty step? I, well, explain it to me because I, 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 I avoided the parenting. Okay. What happens with the naughty step is the child has to sit in on a step like uh, yeah. somewhere in the house and just sort of ponder what they've done. Yeah. For, you know, if it's one year, they have to sit there for one minute, two years. Two, and so my, my son's up to five minutes worth of naughty step. I don't know if he knows that if he just stop, decides to stand up and walk away, yeah. I, I really don't have anything else to do. I have no, other, I have nothing else in my artillery to go in there. You sit there on that step and you have a think about <laughs> it. But it's like, yeah, it does work for if some he, reason.
0: So if he says, fuck you, dad, I'm out, that's yeah. your, okay. Wow, wow. You have a good get, time. Get
1: back on your step. <laughs> All right, I'll remember this. But next, it, next time you're getting a double amount of step. But he's like, what is he, six, right? He's five. Five,
0: so that's I mean, just, you know, the, you, the, you, this is relatively easy. If he's been easy up to this point. I guess, you know, when they're really, you know, two or three, it's a pain in the ass.
1: It can be. I thought, yeah, I heard about the terrible twos and stuff. I I miss him being two. Yeah. I like that. It was, it was the, it was, you didn't really have to worry about them at that age. Right. I'm starting to, even now, I start to worry about things like, are you worried, like, like, are they going to, like, you're going to be boiling some hot water and they're going to pour it over their head? Do you have a pool? I have a pool, yeah. Yeah. But now he can swim, so that's, that's cool. But, um... I, you never had to worry. Now I worry about my s- child socially. Yeah, like when he, he's starting school, and I go, "Oh, geez, I hope he, I hope he has friends." Right, and how's that turning out? Uh, we well just, he's just about to start school. He oh, had you he had, you. had preschool, and he had his group of mates, and now he has to. Go off and get his new group of friends. But how was he in preschool? A leader, or was he? He was all right. Um, I don't know if he was a leader. <laughs> you watch the you watch these plays that they put on at the preschools. Yeah, yeah. And it's like wasn't Michael Jackson discovered at five? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was, no, a, it was around. It's a family thing. Yeah, yeah, the whole family is yeah. there and i i look at the the like the concerts they put on and i'm like none of these kids none of them <laughs> not no, gonna. No, no, we, we we're not going any <laughs> to do it but then then is it that we are just not hitting our kids is michael jackson a product of of uh child beating is uh-huh. that where the motivation comes in to be elite i maybe
0: but i i mean, then it, there's a question uh, uh, of course of like do, do we need another michael jackson i mean can he, you knowbecause cuz it's got to be incredibly hard on the kid at some point
1: yeah of course it has did we, your dad hit you my mother did. My dad didn't. Yeah. My dad probably hit me two or three times, but nothing too serious. Like a little smack here, a little smack here. So w- but my mother really wailed on us. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, she like made, out of
0: control did. shit. Like it
1: wasn't. Uh, it wasn't about discipline. It was just about she bro- had enough. Broke one of my brother's legs. Um, bro- what? Yeah. Uh, one time she, uh, I went to a hospital with like a. A split in the side of my head from a belt that, that hit me. Yeah, yeah. She, she. Oh, she went to town. Big woman, big like. She had, she had a real good. She had a real good swing on her. Yeah, well, she didn't... used to do that thing if you, if you, if you answered back, where she did the open hand slap. She, oh yeah. Like, but yeah. do you remember when, when parents used to hit their kids like in? like just in Ralphs. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. And now it doesn't really happen so much in
0: yeah. public. Yeah, I mean, well there's a uh, thankfully a bit of shame involved. There's
1: a bit of shaming, yeah, a bit of shame. Yeah, bit of shame.
0: <laughs> yeah. I remember I used to get popped. My dad used to pop me with like these two fingers, like just like it was almost on more on the forehead? Yeah, just on the face or like in the head. Yeah, like it was almost more humiliating than a hit just sort of this way, up. Uh, bing. It, it stung. <laughs> it didn't bloody
1: me, but it was just sort of like, you know, it was just kind of annoying and fucked up. Yeah, my son will go into his bedroom for. I'll just lose him in the house. Well, I'll be watching TV. I'll wander off. I assume he's off doing something with Lego or something. Yeah. And then I think I haven't seen him for about now. <laughs> And I'll I'll, I'll I'll wander around I'll find him And he'll be like In a cupboard Just in a ball And then I go What's wrong with you? He goes You hurt my feelings Aww. And then I'm like How did I hurt your feelings? You said that I was And I can't even remember Saying anything Sure I, I, I thought I was joking around With him Very sensitive little kid Oh well yeah They were kids Yeah <laughs> I was tough I reckon. Were you, I reckon Well when your mom's like Smacking you with a belt I guess you get yeah. a little Resilient don't you? Yeah 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 Is uh, your mom still around? She's still around She, She's she, she, with the with the beatings, both me and my brothers have confronted her. But she's a little. Uh, she's like, oh, I don't remember if all of those things happened. Some of them sound a little familiar. Yeah, and it's like. Well, so, what is does a kid have any talent that you can see? At five, it, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Like I went, I took him to. Um, uh, it's the most embarrassed I've been as a parent as yeah. like a person. I took him to Harry Potter World yeah. and he said he wanted one of the wands and then they you know they choose you out of wand yeah. you know there's a special thing where they go this is the one that you're going to get you know what yeah. I mean? and so he stood there and then the 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 girl who was working there she goes to me what interest does he have and I, oh, I didn't <laughs> 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 well, <he's> like toys <laughs> pulling his dick a little bit like just stretching it Not like masturbating but stretching his dick yeah and toys and <laughs> that's it he likes he likes practical jokes uh-huh. you know what I mean like like what interest he's five yeah. what interests? does so he have did, did, did he get I don't a, even know my interests yeah and right now yeah yeah did he get the dick wand what did he, he get did, he got the pulling the dick wand <laughs> he got like I, I can't remember what it was it was like I think it wasn't a good one I think it was like uh like a Slytherin, one. I, I don't know really the Harry Potter movies. No, I, I, think, I think it was in the yeah yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, people like them. So what? Uh, yeah, they do. They yeah. fucking like them. I, I, I they like the books too. I never read them. Yeah, I'm thinking of reading the books for him. Well, I've just recently become a person who can read. I, it's just been coming. Like I'm looking at your your place here with all these books. And yeah, I'm like you. Obviously, read. Well, uh, some of them are aspirations. They're not yeah. all
0: read. They're okay. not. I
1: haven't read all of them. Well, I I I always um. Uh, I, I had dyslexia as a kid and so then I just didn't Dislexia? read dyslexia yeah I was just dyslexic and so so I, I just found reading hard as a yeah. sort of teenager so I never read for pleasure and I have read, I think, like two or three biographies, and that's all I've read in my whole life. Right. And one of them was like Chevy Chase's biography. Oh, and, yeah. Time well spent. Yeah. <laughs> like, out of the
0: three books you read, one of them was Chevy Chase's biography. biography. <laughs> Not even his autobiography,
1: Isn't just that? a biography. I read, the, I, read, I read the Chris Farley story. For sure. It's just quite a fun yeah, little it, read. It's exciting at the end. Um, and so I, I can't remember what the other thing was. It something, was something to do with the Beatles or something.
0: Yeah, and now you're picking it up again?
1: Anyway, no, but since I started doing the TV show... And I had to start reading the auto queue. Right, I, I, I'm getting good at reading, just reading in general, and so I'm starting to enjoy reading. Oh, that's and interesting. So I'm I'm starting to think about I might buy a book. <laughs> but you haven't done it yet. You're close. <laughs> well, I've started. I started reading books to my like. I started reading books to my son, and this is why I started thinking about the Harry Potter thing. I'm thinking of like just reading a chapter of Harry Potter to him each night to see if you know that that's something he might dig. Right, um, and it'll help you, and it'll help me. So you're saying you read by reading teleprompter? You, you, you. I've re- gotten good at it. I can read teleprompter.
0: What do you think happened to the dyslexia?
1: Well, I still have it, but it's it's a muscle that I, you know, I still find it. I'm not there loving it, yeah, doing it. But it's it's a it's a you know it's like anything. If you work at it a bit more, you get a bit better at sure. it. Sure, it's like it's like I I I could I could. Yeah. Uh, Play golf every day and day. I'll never be awesome at it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll get
0: better. But you, you, you seem natural on camera. You didn't. You,
1: yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. It's no problem. And I, I, try to vaguely know this, the whole script all the way through, so that even if, even if I go off script or whatever, I sort of know where the jokes is headed in the beginning and all.
0: Well, before. how, how much are like, how much research are you actually doing in terms of like staying up to speed on shit? Yeah. You know, what do you do well, the show I, weekly?
1: I, uh, yeah, we do the show weekly. I just, I just came from there. Now we have eight writers and two researchers, and. The you know it's it's like sometimes I'll go in on a, a Wednesday sort of this is our Monday because the show's recorded on Tuesday and I'll go on Wednesday go so this week I'd like to talk about these two topics there might be a couple of things that I'm passionate about and then other times it's just like we're going to talk about. The the Scott Pruitt leaving the EPA with a blah blah, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's like I'm not. I yeah. I watch a bit of news, but I mean, I I I have to have people explain it to. Sure. No, no. I I (laughs) I was in I
0: was in that situation for 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 a couple years when I was a a radio host at Air America. You know, like you just, uh, you know, it's hard to know all the nuances. But like once you get it all in your head,
1: how it fucking works. Yeah, Yeah. It just becomes you just fill in the. The people. I spoke to Paul Hogan today. You did. That's just why we. Yeah, I spoke to Paul Hogan. Today. How's he doing? I was. Well, I, I did it. I spoke to him on a conference call at work. Is he a hero of yours? He kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like like w- w- what other Australian co- comic giant was did I have to look up to? What was that guy Einstein? What was it? Remember him? The something- oh Yahoo Serious. Yahoo Serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking about Yahoo Serious the other day. It's funny you should mention. <laughs> what happened? So what, what 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 happened with Paul Hogan? Well, Paul, we had a sketch where I I wanted him to play my father in a yeah. sketch and he, and and I I don't think he liked the sketch and he he might do a different thing with this and he, and he goes but he said to us he goes I don't know if people will really believe that I'm your father yeah and I'm like it's a sketch yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: No, Do you think people believe you were crocodile Dundee? Yeah, exactly. Exact thing. Just do it. Just <laughs> yeah, do it.
1: yeah. But, but but it was very exciting to talk to him. I got. I did get a little
0: starstruck talking to Paul. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I mean, was he a star in Australia before he
1: was the? <laughs> yeah, before those movies, he, he was a big star. Yeah. But really what did star. he do in movies or? It's a fascinating thing. That was his first movie, Crocodile Dundee was yeah. his first movie. What happened was he was a rigger on the Harbour Bridge. So the Harbour Bridge has to be painted constantly. Once you reach the end, you got to start again. Yeah. And I think there was only four. Blokes and who constantly was painting the Sydney Harbour Bridge, and there was a and he was in his thirties at this stage, and there was a, a show, New Faces or the Gong Show, or whatever right. the fuck it was, and uh, and his mates kept on egging him on because he kept on saying he could do better than the people there. He did somewhat what you would call a stand-up sort of performance. Uh uh-huh. uh-huh. um, That went well, and then they. I think he came second or something, but they brought him back for another thing, and then the phone lines lit up. Yeah. And then an the Australian, I don't know if they do this, but this is a very Australian thing. You have, you know, like, we, we don't really have the 24-hour news channels. We, we didn't back in the day. In Australia, yeah. Yeah, and so we just have news is from six, six till seven. Yeah. You get the news, right? Right. It's better
0: time. It's better back then. It's better.
1: Yeah, it's all you need. Yeah, yeah. Now they just have the six or seven news played every hour over and over again. And on your phone. Yeah. And yeah. Every
0: day, so you can you can't get away from it.
1: So so but on on Fridays, in the last four minutes every Friday night, <laughs> yeah. no, they would have a sort of cheesy comedian do a rap of the week. Yeah, yeah. You know, Right. where, where, where it would go, those idiots and Parliament What are they up to yeah, You know You yeah. get one of those ones.
0: Kind of like your
1: show Yeah kind of like my <laughs> show But shorter And more succinct <laughs> Right Yeah And so uh So where Paul Hogan Became that guy He yeah. would be like Oh this happened You know Right, right. Was, Oh the politicians Are idiots Was he doing a character though Did he have the hat No he, no He no. just played himself Hoag's Yeah Hugs. He'll call him Hogs. Then they give him The Paul Hogan show And that's the top show And it was just like A sketch show that Every week Like the Benny Hill show yeah, Or yeah. whatever and then he starts, like, advertising cigarettes. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, And then cigarette sales in Australia go through the roof. And they anything anything they put his face on, he's the biggest marketer. And then what he did was he wrote Crocodile Dundee. It and was, It was fascinating because that whole um, throw another shrimp on the barbie thing yeah. with Australia, that all comes from a commercial from an Australian tourism ad where that Paul Hogan was like, if you're going to come to Australia, <laughs> you're going to get wet. Because it's an island. And then some hot girl walks by and goes, G'day, Hugs. (laughs) He goes, hello. He goes, hey, make sure you come over here. We'll throw another shrimp on the barbie. Now, those adverts were played in... Every uh, before every movie kept going, yeah. he did it for free, yeah, because he knew his other movie was coming out, yeah, and then that would be sort of the trailer to the Crocodile Dundee. Everyone, right. everyone knew him from that advert, right? And went, Oh, yeah, that's the guy from the advert. <laughs> so he really had a business going, yeah. He, he owns Australia, he, he owns the first two movies top to bottom. Oh, wow. And did when so, how old is he? He's got to be like what I think he's late 70s now, yeah. He? Yeah. Still smoking?
0: I feel like he's. Smoking. I don't know if
1: he's still smoking. They did. Well, they did that. They did the tourism commercial for the Super Bowl with Danny McBride, where it was Crocodile Dundee's son. Oh yeah, and all the Australian actors do that. They have him at the end in the outfit. And, oh, they uh, did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'm glad you got to uh, talk to one of your heroes. I got to speak to Hogs <laughs> today. How often do you go back? Uh, I went. I go back once or twice a year. That's it. Yeah, I, I went. I went back in January for. Um, just, we could same me take my kid back from my parents are say, and then i I'm touring australia in December just five shows yeah yeah and you what are you what are you what are you selling out big yeah I actually well, australia was the last place for me to sell tickets but I do like the Rod Laver Tennis Arena, like where they hold the Australian Open. What's that like? Fifteen thousand? Oh, That's like fourteen or something. Fourteen thousand? Yeah, yeah. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. I do big venues in Australia. Yeah, only recently though. I, I, up until about four or five years ago, I couldn't get arrested. And how you doing in the States? I do alright. Yeah, I do, I do slightly better in Canada. Yeah, than I do in uh, America. But Why do, do you think? Um, the, my TV show does better in Canada as well, so I don't know if it's got something to do with that, but I, I don't, I don't know. Is so they run it on Comedy Central in Canada. Yeah, they have their own Comedy Central in Canada. Yeah,
0: you know, it might be like, yeah, I think maybe the slight foreigners take on the states. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. because I I I don't I, that would make sense to me. I yeah, guess. I
1: th- I think that that, that like, like me teasing America is yeah. something more akin to what. they... But then you go, know, what's John Oliver and what's Samantha B's Canadian? Yeah, I don't know how they do. Trevor Trevor Noah is South African. I guess it's, the, like, it's like it's like all just like foreign people saying this is what you're doing wrong, America. It's, it's very weird. I
0: think it's a, I think it's smart in a way. Yeah, you know because like there's that distance. Yeah, they they have a little bit of distance.
1: American things that are just shoved down your throat as a child these yeah. things weren't shoved down our throat as children so we can have a little bit more uh, a, a stand back and look at it
0: sure thing. and even just the nature of the presidency and just the structure of the government and the idea of the states and like all of it hmm. I mean it, it's like it's so encultured in us because we live here and you come here and like if there's
1: an issue about the pledge of allegiance there's probably, well, what are you talking about whatever it is you have at least a little bit of uh, yeah things like I, I would never for a second get offended if someone kneeled at the Australian anthem. The, right,
0: right, that kind of stuff wouldn't bother me. Right, you know, it's it's incomprehensible to yeah. a
1: degree. Yeah,
0: it's incomprehensible. It's incomprehensible that that Ireland just legalized abortion and we're on the verge of making it illegal. Yeah. Ireland. Yeah, yeah. The, probably the
1: most Catholic fucking country you know, shy of Rome. Right up until, right up until the nineteen eighties, uh, condoms were contraband in Ireland. They didn't have Playboy until the 90s. Right. Yeah. And, and now, like, <laughs> they do that, and we're about to go backwards. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking baffling. So, what,
0: where'd you shoot the special? Uh,
1: Hammersmith Apollo in London. Oh, yeah. It's a good room. Uh, it's a great room. It's one of the classics. Springsteen of, played there. The Beatles did 27 shows in a row in 1964. Wow. How many is that seat, man? Uh, I, I, I want to say 4,000. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like. You know, it's just a big rock venue. Yeah, and and it came out great. I I, I think so. I, I I haven't watched it for a while since the beginning of the edit. I look a bit puffy in it because it was at the end of a. Uh uh, uh, a one-month tour of Britain. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> there little, was a few Guinnesses little, that have been through a little, little bloated, yeah. A <laughs> Little sweaty, yeah. Normally, <laughs> normally very special. I like I work out a little bit or I eat well for a couple of weeks before. Yeah. This one is uh, isn't my best-looking one.
0: So what number is this one?
1: Um, I think seven. Really? Yeah, seven. Seven in ten or eleven years. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's, I look, I, I'm thinking of slowing it down. I've sort of been bringing one out every year or year and a half. And I think now I might have a little rest for a couple of years. I'm just a, really, a, I always watch a lot of television, me.
0: Yeah. It's, what, I, what have you been watching? You know,
1: you know what I, with TV, yeah, I, I, I don't, I get offended when people um, say they don't like it or they say it's stupid or they oh, call TV it, in
0: general just a broad sort of like
1: no no when they does go, anyone oh, say that anymore they call it the idiot box oh, right, right. you know does I that mean? still happen it does it a little bit and like people always people you know when you meet braggy people who are like I don't even own a television
0: I know I knew a girl like that yeah and they're always telling you, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was still happening with the computer. It doesn't really hold as much as. Yeah, it used we're, be-
1: we're before the computer right. it was like quite impressive. No, oh, yeah, What you right. do you
0: do? I sit and read books. And yeah. I do this, but right. I always found it condescending, and I never even watched that t that much TV. I didn't like when I was in New York. I didn't have a TV, but it wasn't because I was making a statement. Yeah. It was a, a year just or hadn't so. Going around to it. Well, no, it was just yeah. <laughs> I was out doing comedy every night. I just didn't
1: fucking have a TV. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember having it. I've got, I've got uh, seven. <laughs> I, fucking love, I if there's a room I'll put a TV on there what do, you, what do you watch sports I watch a bit of sport. I watch Dodgers sort of every every day yeah and I, I watch a lot of news and I, I uh, a, f- a few dramas here and there a lot of sitcoms and uh, my only reality show is RuPaul's Drag Race oh, that's a good show I love RuPaul's Drag Race he's a great guy he's one of the people that I've actually asked to interview on my show I keep on putting out an invitation to RuPaul's Drag Race but hasn't been picked up yet he won't do it I don't know if he won't do it. He might just be busy, but the invitation's out there. Yeah. yeah, well,
0: maybe he'll maybe he'll come now. Who have you talked to that you really were impressed with lately?
1: Uh, uh, I I got a little stashed. Oh, uh, Carol Burnett was one that I really uh, enjoyed. I'd love
0: to talk to her. I haven't talked to her yet.
1: Um, Carol Burnett was cool. Did you do a long one or short one? We we edited down to like seven minutes, but I talked to her for about fifty. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So she, yeah, she was she was very interesting. Like I said, so with the women's equal pay, you know, you were like a lead female of your own show in the 1960s or 70s. Yeah. And, and like, did you feel that, 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 you know, you weren't, uh, you know, uh, treated fairly or equally? And she goes, I, oh, I, look, let's not really talk about this. She goes, because I, th-, she goes, I think I was the highest paid person on TV. So. <laughs> You're talking to the wrong person. Yeah, it's really, it's really the wrong person to go to Carol Burnett, number one TV yeah. show, and then go, hey. do you feel like you were yeah. paid right? well, well? Yeah, <laughs> I was, actually. I was doing I r- did fine.
0: <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, good luck. The special's called, uh, uh, what is This is it? Me Now. This is Me Now. Yeah. And the show's Jim Jeffery Show. The Jim Jeffery Show, yeah. Good to see you, man. Thanks for having me. That was Jim Jeffries. The uh, "This Is Me Now" premieres tomorrow, July thirteenth. Um, enjoy the uh, button pushing monster that is Jim Jeffries. So Ray Liotta, he's one of the most memorable actors ever. A lot for good fellows, but he's in a lot of. He's in all kinds of cop land. I mean, he's done some great. He's always plays a. He always plays the the corrupt cop. But uh, but you know he is distinct, and he is who he is. Uniquely, And he has a series, Shades of Blue, with Jennifer Lopez. It's in its uh, third and final season on NBC. New episodes on Sunday nights at 10 p.m. You can catch up on past seasons on Hulu before this series finale if you need to. And this is me talking to Jersey's own Ray Liotta. I got in under the wire somehow. After 25 years in the business, it's horrible, isn't it? The business? It takes forever. Yeah, it took me forever to get started. <laughs> it is it is a horrible business. It's horrible.
2: It's a, it's a great way, it's a fun way to make a living, but it's a horrible business.
0: I mean, you got to be crazy to do it and then to expect it to work out. Like, you just, you, you innately expect it to work out based on nothing. Well,
2: totally. And then when you go in cold because it's just something that you want to try to do, yeah. I never wanted to do this ever. And it just happened in college that, uh, I, I, was, I, I didn't even want to go to college, yeah. it, it came time to go to college, my, my dad said go wherever you- I walked out of my SATs, Yeah, came time to go to college, uh, <laughs> he, he didn't I finish said it? I don't want to go to college, <laughs> he says go wherever you want, take whatever you want. Yeah. So I got into the University of Miami, this was 1973, so right. all you needed was a pulse to get in there. <laughs> I get in there, I'm gonna take liberal, liberal arts because I had no idea what I wanted to do. Yeah. Get to the front of the line, they say I had to take a math and a history, I said well well, forget that. I don't want to take math and history. I looked up. was for the drama department. I took a step over, and as I was in line, there was this typical actor story. There was this pretty girl. She said, you're auditioning for the play tonight. I said no, yeah. and then she berated me. What do you mean? That's all it's about. It's all about doing the play, blah, blah, blah. So, I go up there, get my, my classes, and then I go and audition for the, for the play. Yeah. And uh, it was for a musical. And now, I'm a jock from New Jersey. All I did was play <laughs> soccer, yeah. basketball, and baseball. That's right. it. That's, yeah. uh, that's what my whole life was about. Right. And then you realize, well, I'm not fast enough, tall enough, or, or anything enough to, to play professionally. That's so a tough hit, right? It's horrible. Well, yeah, until junior <laughs> high school when you really, you know, then then when you're a senior or in your high school, then you realize, well, it's never going to (laughs) happen it's good you realized it so the first thing was uh auditioning for the play and i got into the play but it was a musical so the first thing you had to do was tell a sad story i told a sad story about a dog of mine that got hit by a car true story true story yeah and then uh then you had to sing yeah so the only i I was i lived grew up 45 minutes outside of the city in a town called union new jersey union yeah 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 i'm all jersey so what'd you sing uh, we saw Pippin, they took me to see Pippin, <laughs> Yeah, and there was one song that I remembered, uh, Magic To Do. Yeah. So, she went and got the sheet music, there was already a cast album, yeah. so I'm singing to the cast album and that's it so the i gotta go the next day to uh to do them to do the audition and i hand the 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 paper the uh uh music and stuff to the to the piano player yeah. and then i take the music i take it from him he says yeah. what are you doing i says what do you mean what am i doing i gotta sing this and then you know he was a real bitchy piano player yeah, yeah. If you know what i mean yeah and uh <laughs> i uh I said, I don't have this memorized. He said, just do the best you can. So I get up there. I start singing this song. And then all I remember is the refrain, we got magic to do. We got magic. And that's I'm just going over. And then they say, you got to dance. Now, I don't know if you remember. Remember Freddie and the Dreamers? Uh, there was a. It was like a. Young, it was a youth group. It was for younger kids uh-huh. in, in the '60s and yeah. '70s. A
0: L- little before me. And
2: there was a dance do the Freddie, and the Freddie was just putting your hands and your arms. <laughs> yeah. up. So I'm doing the Freddie, <laughs> saying, we got magic to do. We got magic to do." And and believe it or not, I, I get into the play. <laughs> and the first thing I did was I was, was a dancing waiter in cabaret. Uh huh. And the first year,
0: all I did were musicals. That's insane. But how terrified were you when you like? Wasn't there fear involved? I mean, I know none, you, none, none. That's what to sing blew. and
2: dance. No, and I was really, really fragile uh-huh. as as a, a high in high school, and not with sports, but I, I, I just was was fearless. I didn't care. I didn't know any of the people. I didn't care what they thought. Yeah. And Because in high school, you always care what people are, are, are saying. Oh, right.
0: So you're, not, you're on a whole new playing field. No uh, yeah, one knows there was nobody you. I knew. What could they say? You so, know? so you grew up all in New Jersey? Yeah. You were born there? Yeah. In Newark? That's what I say. I'm
2: adopted. So the adopted paper said, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it said Newark. Yeah. And then I saw something for some other town, but I'm not sure what happened there.
0: Yeah. Oh, you did the research though.
2: Uh, when I was ready to have a kid. Um, my ex thought it would be best since we don't know anything, uh, about what, uh, what was my family history in terms of illnesses and things. So we, at that time,
0: did I'm you just old, assume you were Italian? Uh, I it turned out that I'm not.
2: I'm like, there's a little bit of Italian, but Leota is, is the you, you, father yeah. That, yeah. that adopted sure, me and sure. he's my father. Right. But yeah, he was Italian. So yeah. I was Leota. Yeah. I, I asked, so, so then we found my birth mother just because there was, a, 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 at that time, there was a time when on every Oprah show yeah. or any show that they wanted to uh, uh, locate people, right, locate sure. f- family members, yeah, boyfriends, yeah. girlfriends, whatever. So there was a locator's name at the at the at the end of the show. She called the locator up, said who Your I was, then. and said I was looking for my my birth mother. Next day, he had her number. Really? Yeah, she gave it. She gave How me the is, number. So you
0: were like in your. In I was your, forty-four, and and you'd never investigated it before. No. But you knew you were no, adopted. No, yeah,
2: I knew I was adopted. I wore it on my sleeve forever. That you were adopted? Yeah. In what totally. way? Well, just
0: feeling that I was
2: giving up. Oh, right. So then when you're meeting a girl, you know, yeah. like within three minutes, I would tell people that I was adopted and, yeah. you know, you know, that was my that was my line, thinking they would feel sorry <laughs> for me or something. But
0: did you really feel like, did you feel like you were? Totally. Oh, yeah, all
2: totally. the way through life. And it's all, that, yeah, giving up. Because I, I I, never could understand why, why someone would give up. A baby, a chia uh, but, but your
0: parents were good, right? They were great. Oh yeah, they but, were great. I was,
2: I was the luckiest person alive to get the parents that I have. But and the, then you realize, though, once, once, so I went and met met my birth mother. Where did she live? Well, she was at one of their family's houses. Well, one of their her, her daughter, her kids' houses. Yeah. It was on Route 22. In Jersey. In, in Plainfield. Yeah. It was right off 22. There was there was this 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 uh stone uh driveway yeah. and this two family house, a woods and train track. Yeah. And and I'm there early, I got there fast and I mean I got there early and 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 this this car comes careening around the corner spitting up the 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 rocks and everything yeah. and there was a dead deer on top of the car. It turned out that that person was my half brother. <laughs> and it turned out that I have five half sisters, a half brother and a full sister. Yeah. And I found all this out when I was 44 years old.
0: Holy fuck. So that's like that's gotta be mind-blowing
2: it was it was totally mind-blowing and and uh it, it like like it, it, in a movie so we're leaving right but it was pretty much like like it's typical jersey thing like olive loaf pickles you know at was,
0: the place but what, what about the dead deer what about that guy he just gets out of the car and you know and he, it
2: turned out that that was my my uh half resent- his
0: name was ray Wow. Did and but she raised these other kids? Yeah. These were her kids. Did the, you did you see a resemblance right away? N-
2: no, maybe just in the eye area. Yeah. We had similar eyes. Uh She raised all the other kids. Right. But not you. And the full the full sister and what happened was she took me home from the hospital. Yeah. I said, "Well, who's my father?" She said, ah, "I I I don't remember." What? Well, all right, you, you don't remember this. I, I'm here for for information, and I don't think it's going to be coming because she doesn't remember who the dad was. And then I got a call from my my. Uh, I I told this story once on Letterman, and I got a call from. Uh, from the the, the the spokesman for yeah. them and 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 she didn't like that i told this story at all but it's true the spokesperson for
0: the family well yeah she uh. was she
2: was the the talkative one the the the, the one they turned to some of them are shy one of them was was sick one of them was in
0: jail but this was the 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 other siblings right yeah right
2: a half sister
0: so she's the spokesperson right she she's telling
2: me all the stories like you don't know how lucky you are because when mom flew through a shoe it it, it it could follow you around the uh, around the uh, wall through a door
0: so she was a, 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 a angry woman she
2: she 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 talked like this because she smoked so she had this really smoky voice yeah and uh yeah they were just telling me stories about her gambling and this that and the other thing and when oh, I left oh, the first thing I said is thank God I'm adopted <laughs> well that I went with my best friend since third grade yeah to this day my best friend and he start. We we stopped at a at a in New Jersey for some reason. They still call it SO yeah, instead of Exxon. Oh yeah, we the stopped, gas we station. We started the gas station, yeah. but as we're driving, all of a sudden this this, this rain just just torrential rain came. Almost kind of like if it, it was in a movie it'd yeah. say it, things were like cleansed, yeah. things were being cleansed, which it happened, and we're sitting there. and and that's what he said so so what do you think because we're all shell-shocked from this whole experience
0: how many of the people showed up that first day you go over to meet her the guy with the deer on his car comes but did they all come no
2: no there were i think there were two sisters and then there were the the the, the, one of the sisters kids and her boyfriend and his boyfriend and or girlfriend
0: and they know you from movies yeah so that must have been
2: weird. It was more about that as far as they were concerned. And I just wanted to find out more like who who are who who am so I? You, like how did this happen? So but you're the, at
0: the SO station, it's raining? It's raining.
2: It's pouring and then uh my friend Gene says, So what so what did you think? And I said, I can't, I'm, I'm so happy that I was adopted <laughs> and he starts bawling. I mean, crying cause he had just adopted two kids, yeah. two different families, uh, it just happened at once for him, and yeah. he was just so happy to hear that because he didn't know how his kids are going to react. You don't know how the kid's going to react to you as a parent when you adopt a kid. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen, and and nine times out of 10, people put kids up for adoption for the betterment of the kid. Right. Uh, but you know, it took me a while to to learn that, but by the time that I went and did this, I had pretty much stopped using it as the sob story and just realized this is what happened, and that's all there is to
0: it. My brother's got three adopted kids. I have no idea what's going to happen. They're all from different families, and the oldest one's like seventeen or eighteen. They all know they're adopted. He knows who the but his, in his case, he knows who the, who the bar- people. Yeah, who, yeah, yeah. See. I guess that's more. It happens more now.
2: That's what happened. Yeah, exactly. Back then, I was with I was adopted through Catholic charities. But the, but but what really messed me up was the fact that she took me home. That my birth mother took me home for three months. Yeah. So I'm bonding. Right. Getting being fed sure. by by my birth mother, and then all of a sudden, just like taken away and and put in an orphanage, and I, I have to, I, I can't imagine it not affecting me somewhere deep down, or maybe not so deep down that yeah. that I was just taken away oh, from yeah. from my mother the, and pr- my the, the
0: primal union, yeah. the bond. Right. Do you have kids? No. Oh, no, I, I never did it.
2: I uh, I. I uh, I, I always wanted to do it because of that to, yeah. to start a family tree, and not, when, not in an eagle way, just to have my own blood. Right, but what'd you
0: what'd you find out about the father?
2: Nothing. Never did. Nothing. She did she, you, she claimed that she didn't remember who it was, and then th- the the full sister yeah. called me. So she, she said, "I think I I think I know who our birth father yeah. is." She she called the house. She explained that you know. Uh, the situation that 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 Ruth, I don't even remember her last name. What was our mother? And yeah. we think that your father uh, had two kids out yeah. of wedlock, and the guy just didn't want to hear it. Just just said, "Get out of here! Don't ever call here again. You're the, crazy." The that father. never happened. Right? The no, person that she was thinks the son of the father. The okay. father had
0: passed away. Ah, uh, oh, so so like that's why your your mother was probably your real mother was probably protecting the guy because he was married.
2: No, no, no 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 no. She was she was no. She was used by the guy. Yeah. He was he was the neighborhood kid. Uh, like she was um, a mark. She went with uh, he went with her. He goes off to the Korean War. He comes back, does it again yeah. and then uh, just disappears and uh, she's left with 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 two kids.
0: And then the rest come later. Then the
2: rest come after because then the 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 birth mother my birth mother ruth she then had
0: the crew of right five, right one. right so now that you got so you have two kids no one one, one. kid and when did you have how old were you when you had the kids 44. wow and was it amazing did yeah you
2: feel- yeah yeah for me it was i i really 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 wanted to have a kid i i love being a dad yeah it's just a shame that i did it so late and that I didn't find someone else after I got divorced to have another one. But I'm just grateful that I have, uh, uh that I got one kid now because I love being a dad. It's That's great. great. Yeah. That's great.
0: Kids okay? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's cool. So okay, so your your the your the parents you grew up with your adopted parents like what what did they do do they have you have a sister or brother with that family Yeah, I
2: have, I have a sister yeah uh, who was adopted. I think I, I remember my parents led me to believe that I I I picked her out. But I, I still have an image. It's either that or it's from a picture of of holding. Yeah. Uh, she was th- I was three years older, and we had just gotten her, and I think she was just weeks old when uh-huh. when my parents got got my sister Lynn and holding her. And feeling so proud because they made me think that I picked out my sister, that I picked her out. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was, it was, and then everything was just normal, and then we just fought like cats and dogs, like most brothers and sisters. And
0: did she ever go find her birth parents?
2: No, she had no desire. Total opposite of me. She
0: yeah. couldn't care less. Down the floor, couldn't care less. Ah, she's like, what's the point? Yeah, didn't yeah. didn't
2: bother her. Didn't affect her. Just
0: but it haunted accepted
2: you. It. It, it, it it yeah. It it, it ah, haunted's a little strong. But I was kind of. I I couldn't understand how someone can give up a baby. I just couldn't wrap my head around that when I was younger.
0: Yeah. And what was your old man's game again? What was his?
2: Uh, my dad had a chain of automotive stores called Rocket Auto, Uh and it was was like the Pep Boys. Yeah. Exactly like the Pep Boys, but he kept he had five stores. He didn't expand on and on and on Uh like the Pep Boys. Yeah. And he had one in Jersey City on Garfield Avenue, and then one in Bayonne on Grand Avenue, right around from the hospital. They're still there. They're gone another gun i'm sure although i was i was filming copland and i i, I took a walk we were on a break and yeah. I, it turns out that the house that we were filming at I, I walked to the to the to the back of the house and looked over and there was my dad's store <laughs> it was still there and <laughs> and it flipped me out because this is years and years since he let the store go yeah you know, 10 15 years uh, when he had it
0: right uh still the same name no, uh, no,
2: yeah, it was an automotive store, but uh, right. it, it wasn't, it wasn't his.
0: Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. So, all right, so the two of you are growing up, and you, and your mom worked too. Yeah,
2: first, you know, first she was a stay-at-home mom, yeah. and then she was very involved in a PTA, and then she started uh, when we were went into junior high school. Uh, she ran the store in Jersey City. Uh, and then my dad watched the store in Bayonne.
0: So you grew up for, uh, in car parts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I, mean, did, did, did. yeah I, I hate the smell of tires to this day. Oh, really? yeah, because you go in, and that's you know that's what this, <laughs> yeah. it smells like.
0: But it's like those stores are so amazing because you usually have like one or two guys working just aisles of pieces of things in boxes. The, right? Yeah, and then you had to look it up. Like yeah. somebody would come in with with <laughs> yeah. a
2: carburetor for a '68 Pontiac, yeah. and then you'd have to look it up. Yeah. And I hated it. I hated everything about it. You the worked best there thing though. About it, yeah. I, on weekends <laughs> they made me work there, <laughs> and little did I know that my dad was kind of hoping that I would take over the his store right and there was just no way i would i i thought i was going to work construction or something for the rest of my life right but then the the drama thing started and the only thing reason why it started <laughs> is after we did the musical was there was an acting teacher his name was robert buckets lowry and he was a guy's guy he he directed like a like a coach like he was on his haunches and he had these blue glasses and yeah. his hat was on backwards and he had yeah, this gravelly kind of thing and you identify with that um, guy? Yeah, it was and he, you know, I wasn't somebody who was doing drama my whole life. I didn't well, do it at but all. But in
0: high school, what did you do? You just played you sports. Had, you had no interest, though. No interest in in not, drama.
2: None. We we took a me and my friend Gene. We took a, You were allowed an elective your senior year of high school. Yeah. And we took drama because we thought it would just be easy. Right. And all we did was children's theater and things right. like that. Yeah. Uh, but not, not ever wanting to, yeah, it was like, whatever, you know, like two little silly things for the little kids. kids and, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. And then my senior year of high school, I got into a fight with the basketball coach yeah. and I quit. And the drama teacher asked me if I wanted to audition for the play. Right. I says, what do you mean audition for the play? You have already had auditions and everything. Yeah. And he said, no, don't worry about it. And I got the second lead, of, of of a Neil Simon play Sunday in New York-huh and I hated it I hated everything about it the memorizing the lines yeah. the, the the even getting up there and doing it yeah. I, I and I'm sure I wasn't special in the least yeah but it was because of, of of that class that made me want to take drama and it's only because who knows what would have well, one no, yeah. I would have taken science or anything else I don't know what I would have done
0: Wait, so you just were aimless. And you would have, exactly. I, I had the same thing. I didn't want to go to college either, but my parents were like, just go. Just go somewhere. So this guy, so you get there, you do the musical, and what's the guy's name, Robert? Lowry. Yeah. Buckets. Buckets Lowry. Now he's the drama he's the head he of the was, department. He was the
2: acting coach. No, no, no. There was another guy who was the head of the department. But he was the acting coach, right? Buckets, and they called him Buckets because he played basketball, put it in the bucket. He uh-huh. was a, and he was a trumpet player. Uh huh. And Like I said, he was a guy's guy, and he wasn't used to a guy's guy as coming out of high school. Usually the people, you know, the kids who are, are doing it, they have a certain way about them. Uh, it's a, w- when they come, they're out. like a club. They're like, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah,
0: and they're just different. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, the the theater kids. Yeah, yeah, and you're not a theater kid. No, and you're you're a jock, and you got an edge to you, and chip on your shoulder, probably. Yeah, I guess with the yeah, uh,
2: sort <laughs> of. But he he, and then the next year, that's my sophomore. I came back. I said, let me try it another year. The first year, all I did were musicals: Oklahoma, Dames at Sea. Uh, and you're singing. Uh, that's all I was doing singing and dancing and I didn't know anything about anything with it but for some reason I just kept it didn't it didn't dissuade me from doing it I just I just well did you enjoy it yeah, I must have. I stayed with it, but I, what I really liked was the acting class with with buckets.
0: Yeah, and but you're singing and dancing. You must have. I mean, you can't remember if you really liked it. I mean, you, I mean, maybe it's well, not your is, bag. There is
2: there is kind of a joy, I guess, in doing it. Just the <laughs> the. Uh, well, all I could say is I didn't quit. I'm not sure that I love doing it, but I love doing the acting class, the the, the the scenes that you had in class right. because of buckets.
0: So you said, "I'll do these if I can do that." Well, kind like, of, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah,
2: and then doing the plays where it was, it was, it was fun. You know, one, two, three, kick. Yeah. You feel like an idiot.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, but I don't care. I really didn't give a shit. It's I I like I can I like watching musicals. I get very moved by people moving and singing. <laughs> Do you ever watch musicals? Yeah. Yeah. So it's,
2: it's, it's great. Totally. When I'm in New York, I I always catch a, like I saw Hamilton like 3
0: times. It's great. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So all right. So so now you're in the drama department. Right. That that's where you're that's you you're you're, you're in, that's what you're studying. Right? Yes,
2: I decided to go back for a second year. Yeah and that year i got all all the leads of 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 the plays that they had and like what it, uh streetcar named desire there was a new play you that came kowalski? in You played kowalski huh You played yeah. Stanley. Yeah. yeah uh we did west side story oh, yeah. I, I didn't play tony i played riff uh huh taming of the shrew i was petruchio so i was getting like the leads in in, in the plays and and i would get you know nice Praises like anything. If when was the last time you sh- did uh, uh-huh.
0: Shakespeare? What, what? When was the last time you did Shakespeare? Then. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was it. That was just, once, once was enough. Was it hard? <laughs> yeah, I, I was too dumb to know better. I just right. learned the lines, and 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 that play in particular. You know, that's a hus- not a boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever. They're, they're they're going for each other, and and it's just they're back and forth making you, fun of each other and calling each other names. So you understood so I that relate. much. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah I can yeah. relate to
0: that. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so you do all those plays and now you're you loving it, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I just I stayed for the four years. And then graduated, and there was an auditioning class. Well,
0: what was it like? What was it that he learned from him, though? Like you know, I mean, you're very compelled by this guy, and you get, and obviously he bonded with you too. You know, what was some of the stuff you learned from him that you still use today? Just the com- the commitment, of playing pretend, and
2: just I just see most acting is taught by you can't do it, so we're going to show you how to do it. And right. He the, he, uh, he was very Stanislavsky heavy. Uh-huh. And and I, I had since found a teacher out here in LA, Harry Master George, who who to me was, is the best ever. And yeah. he really Capitalize. It's just you know you're playing a, a kid's game. All you're doing is playing cowboys and Indians. Boom. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And and that's why I always get kind of like annoyed or or when, when people think they're special because they act. Yeah. But they're playing pretend for a living. That's yeah. it. Like get off your high horse. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. I mean, it, like on some level, you realize that a lot of guys, a lot of people get into the acting gig because it's it's like if you've got a knack for it. It's you know it's a, it's a hell of a way to make a living. You, That's you, a great way should, to make a living. You count your blessings every day. Totally,
2: it's just the business that sucks.
0: <laughs> right. So all right. So you do all the plays. You graduate. I graduate,
2: and we had an auditioning class where we got uh, our eight by tens and and a resume. And the resume, all you're doing is putting down the, the plays that in you Florida. Did. And, and yeah, yeah, the University of Miami. Uh, and 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 we got our resume together. Yeah. And I went to stay with this girl, Lenora, Lenora May, who had, who was uh, already a couple years in, into New York, and she was, uh, she was going to sign her contract at Fifi Oscar and that was the name of the, uh, the agent back there that, uh, at, the, at in that in New York. Time. Yeah, and she went to sign a contract because she just got Jaws two, and while I was with her. The, it was like we went up there like six, seven o'clock. The guy, a guy, an agent came up to me and said, "Hey, you want to, you want to do a commercial?" And I said, well, "Yeah, sure." And he sent me on this, uh, on this go to. And the guy said, "Yeah, fine, you'll do." And what I did was, it, they took still pictures of me and this girl, yeah. And it was for love songs of the fifties, or and, and all like you know, they
0: they oh, have one the, of those, those like tel record, sure, sure, whatever. sure. And they scroll by you.
2: That was they, the first thing I got. But like, within a month, I was screen testing in out here because uh, I had moved to New York uh, out here for Beatles Forever. It was a Robert Zemeckis movie, and but I didn't get that. And then a few months after, so then I was bartending at at the Schubert organization, right for the, so, for the theater so, chain, yeah, at the, right? Exactly. So Where in New York? Watching, yeah, I was watching uh, watching plays, and 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 you know, working at the bar or or or, or coat check or whatever.
0: Just like which theater though? Which oh, one was it?
2: I don't know the different ones. My, my, oh, really? My first one was I love my wife, but I don't remember which theater it right. was at. It was. The but one you worked that was at
0: many at, of them yeah and huh. a lot of them yeah uh how'd you get that gig
2: everybody from college seemed to uh, had an in there oh. so they're all, I guess we're always looking for for uh actors for people so yeah. not so much actors just somebody who could be there but it was great because you could audition at the at the same time and, and watch then, plays right then, and watch plays and then after that within, within six months I auditioned for a soap opera and I just did it just just because uh, i just figure experience well i got it and i said <laughs> yeah. oh no there's no, no way i'm gonna do a soap opera because <laughs> soap then opera. It, well, i'm in the seven. it's in the 70s while i'm at college and i'm first getting into this acting stuff and the plays back at uh, the movies back then were just unbelievable right the uh, scorsese was uh, all they're all like you know yeah coppola all these guys are doing their thing and so that's so I said no, I don't want to do a soap opera. But my dad, being a depression baby, said, yeah. "Look, it's money. It's money in your hand, and and two, you've never worked in front of a camera before. Might well learn, a, right? Yeah, it's a perfect time to learn. Why are
0: you living in the city? You living with them in in the
2: city." Yeah, I lived in the city with, 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 with two uh, three other people uh, that graduated what that What part year. of the city? Uh, 92nd, West End, the Ruxton. Oh, yeah. Where Char- Charles Grodin used to live. Did he? Yeah, or probably still does. When, I don't know. <laughs> when you
0: were there, you used to see him?
2: No. I never saw him, <laughs> but, I, but I heard later on that he's, he's or through the, through the grapevine, that he was <laughs> a tenant in the building.
0: That's funny. He's a funny
2: guy. Yeah. So you took the gig? Yeah. And I did the soap for three and a half years.
0: No kidding. And what was your guy? What was, was your character? Uh, my
2: character was Joey Perini, the nicest guy in the world. I ha- It was a blue-collar guy uh my my mother rose i took care of my mother rose and i had a sister angie and 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 i proposed to my girlfriend eileen i gave her a saint christopher's medal when she was in the hospital she ends up dying in the hospital i go to where where i proposed to her it was during the winter i slip i fall i end up in the hospital there's a nurse taking care of me i fall in love with the nurse who's taking care of me and i eventually marry her We're married for for months, and I find out she's the richest woman in America. Well, she lied to me, so I got an annulment that's what this character was he was like this nicest guy in the world and then later I said well wait a minute I love her so so and then I decided that I it was time to move to New York yeah and the only reason why I stayed the half year is because there was a writer's strike but the only people that weren't affected was AFTRA. Uh-huh. And, Uh huh we, and we went off to skiing in Switzerland
0: who do you and the, me in the, and,
2: the me and, and the nurse who yeah in,
0: did, the, in the show in the show so wait, how many episodes is that? Like we on a bunch of three them? Three and a half. I mean, three, three and a half, half years, years. Like
2: it's like lots, <laughs> like lots and lots. We were the first. This this show was an hour and a the first show to go an hour and a half. Yeah. And it was right in the middle of a big storylines for me. So I was learning
0: thirty forty pages a night. It's another world. Another world. Wow. So so what? So you learned how to memorize. Yeah, you learn how to memorize. Yeah, and you learn how to be on camera. Uh, on
2: camera, and what was great about it is the producer Paul Roush. When he needed a part, he would go to Broadway houses and watch plays. Yeah, and if there were, if an actor was right, he'd go backstage and say, "Look, if you if you want to uh uh uh, if you want to do the uh, d- d- you know make some money, yeah, come and do the soap opera. I'll get you out whatever time you want to get be out by, so you can get prepare for your your." Performance that night, yeah. and he took and and these people would say, yeah. So I was working with these great actors, yeah, that, yeah. and and it was and this there's one woman is probably the best actress I've ever worked with. This woman Kathleen Widows, she yeah. was great. She played my mother, yeah, and she just made it. Uh, she just had a real ease about it, and, yeah. and they all did, yeah, because they yeah. didn't take it too serious because it was a soap. They were doing their whatever at night, yeah. So they were just having fun and you know talking <laughs> about who's illness and who's this and who's going with who it's
0: yeah typical soap opera stuff like the soap opera behind the soap opera exactly <laughs> so <laughs> exactly that, so that was sort of your baptism in the business and like a, a hell of a way to train yeah. for a few well, years totally in, in terms of listening totally. being with people being with actors doing the thing no acting like a nice guy
2: no acting like a nice guy totally <laughs> no question yeah but yeah, and this just, was in the late 70s yeah uh, and I left to move out here in 81, so you to, you're you going to Studio 54, you're doing this, you're doing that. Oh, oh yeah, you remember crazy, that Crazy, crazy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow, I can't imagine. Uh, yeah. There was a guy, the doorman, and he would never ever let me in. At Studio if, 54? Yeah, but if Steve Rubell, one of the owners, if he saw me, he would always let me in. Cut to maybe 10, 15 years later, the doorman, I see him in Century City. And he comes up to me. and He says, "You know what? I want to let me ask you. I want to ask you some questions about uh, about being an actor and everything. You know." And, and I remembered him as the doorman, and he never let me in. And I went fucking nuts on him. You did. I went nuts. Because it was so humiliating to be in line, yeah. waiting to get into Studio 54 on a Monday or a Tuesday night, never yeah. mind a weekend, and, yeah. and just him poo pooing me that I never forgot it. It was Yeah, just, of course.
0: It's and, humiliating and over and over again. And, uh, oh, yeah. It drove it's, me nuts. So, wait, he just came up to you out of nowhere? Just came up. Just came up. I was coming After You were already successful.
2: and he, he yeah, I, yeah, I was he, doing he, stuff already. Yeah. 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 And. and <laughs> and I said, "You never let me in. You were the doorman, and you never." Well, no, I was just doing my job. I yeah. said, "No, I was going and going and going at him. I, I just, I just held on to it for a long time." <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did it feel better to get it off your chest? It <laughs> certainly did. It certainly did. And then, did you help him? No. Done. <laughs> <Gun laughs> over. Next. <laughs>
0: (laughs) so I can't like I can't imagine what the hell New York was like because that was the craziest time I mean the late 70s early 80s like before AIDS like what became a thing you know like it was just you uh, said before AIDS became a thing yeah yeah never mind that 42nd Street
2: wasn't Disneyland it was was all porn houses live sex shows that was the first place I ever got recognized
0: in in was it one scoring? of those. Oh in the live section. Okay,
2: so I'm going to, I'm going to uh yeah. I'm going to the Port Authorities yeah. right there. Okay. A lovely wait place. wait for my bus. To go where? To you, Jersey? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To go and so and there was a place so you put the quarter in, the thing comes up yeah. and you see people, they're, naked they're, girls dancing. Yeah. I'm twenty one years old, yeah. so that's like a big deal for yeah. me. Uh the thing closes. I put it in again, it opens up and this one of the dancers, <laughs> she uh she she looks over at yeah. me. And, and the thing closes, as it's closing, she says, no, cu- open it up again, I'll put another quarter in. Yeah. So I said, oh, all right. So I put another quarter up, and, and then she, she it went down again, and she said, no, 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 let it up again, put it yeah. up again. Yeah. And then she calls a friend over when it comes up, and she comes up, and she says, look, isn't that? And she said, yeah, and they both yell at my name at the same time. And it was every businessman in New York, they're it's all f- suits with attache cases. Yeah. And she goes, Joey Perini! Yeah. And she she starts asking me questions uh, about what's going to happen on the show, and the guy, and the guy who's in charge is telling them it's a to- totally naked now. These yeah, girls, yeah. and they say, "Okay, well, keep dancing, girls, keep dancing, yeah. keep moving. You always got to keep moving." And they're asking me questions about storyline, <laughs> and that was one of the first times I said, "Oh
0: my gosh, my life will never be the same." Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> Those weird, dirty places. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So you do another world, and What, you, what makes you decide? to move out here because i always wanted to do be in movies sure that, right. that
2: was that was the thing and they I,
0: weren't casting movies out in new york they you were but on.
2: i wasn't getting any oh. so they said you know and at that time new york was down on its luck and i went to the city to, uh, was yeah the city totally yeah. and so i went to uh so i moved out to la and what year is that this is 1981 yeah a friend of mine I, I stayed at at his house yeah uh he was married to melanie griffith at the time and they took my place in new york i i i was in now uh
0: i was now out here you had a, oh so you had a place that you could switch with them
2: yeah 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 yeah. That you weren't yeah. living with people no it was just me by myself you because i the... was, was on big rock road in malibu i couldn't be further away and i didn't know but the place in
0: here. New York was oh by the time you did the soap you got your own place yeah oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right.
2: The, the, the third place that I the yeah. second place I lived in was on 85th between Columbus and Amsterdam and then the last place was on 72nd and Columbus right down the street from uh uh the Dakota
0: oh yeah were you there when you got shot I,
2: the, so we're just I come home that night and there's a bunch of people outside and i might where i parked my car was in the in the parking garage right next to the dakota yeah and i come out and i remember it was freezing outside and they're all singing all we are saying yeah and they're singing it and singing i says, what happened they said john lennon just got assassinated and here i was like i walked i walked into it you know just wanted to park my car And here were all these people with
0: candles and it was it was intense. Oh man. It was a horrible day. So oh so did you own that apartment? no he just not i was rented. so yeah. you, you so you went out to malibu and they came and used your place in new right, york right and you're just out there
2: <laughs> right and then I mean, and then they but he turned me on to the harry the yeah. this best acting teacher that i think that's ever lived what's his last name harry Mastro george so huh. i went and started studying with him twice a week six hours a night because you know as six he used hours to a say night. yeah man i was dedicated yeah. i was by the time i graduated uh college yeah. I said i'm i'm making it and it's like what we were saying before you come out here and you don't really know yeah what's gonna happen yeah but the one thing you don't think is gonna happen is that it's not gonna happen right you're just too stupid to think that but, it's not you know to right. realize all the odds that are against you
0: yeah but at least you you know you had some experience and you probably had an agent right yeah, 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 yeah. I got, yeah. had an agent in so New you, York you and they a, had a sister agent. At least you had some you, sense of the business. You totally, weren't coming out here going like, well, totally. where do I start? But nothing happened. Nothing happened. But you took I these did great classes.
2: I was, I, yeah, but, but was, work-wise, I didn't do my first movie until I was 30 years old. And at that time, or even now, that's really late. And the only reason why I got it is because of Melanie Griffith. Yeah. Because she was already cast in the movie. And I went home. I was dejected. I was 30 years old. I went home to, to Jersey. And my parents were heavily involved into local politics. Yeah. They said, call her up and ask her if, if she can get you an audition. I oh, said Melanie? Yeah. And I said, there's no way I'm going to call her. I just thought that wasn't the way you do it. And, but I was so despondent. And I just said... All right, I will. And yeah. and I said, Melanie, I know you're doing this movie, something wild. It's actually the guys in that acting class that 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 said, you know, you're really right for this part. Have you gone up the for psycho it? Said, no. the psycho boyfriend? the yeah,
0: psycho ex boyfriend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And uh, <laughs> and and uh, she said, yeah. I, she so Jonathan said that she could have a say. And who played her husband? Because she had a bad experience with with somebody that she worked with before. It was, the, it was the
0: husband, right?
2: So, so he called. So, so she called him up, and he says, "Melanie, please, I got it. It's been taking me so long to find this yeah. guy. I, I got it narrowed down to three people. I, 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 can't see anybody." And she said, "Jonathan, you promised me yeah. that 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 I was going to be able to to, to help pick uh, and and have say and who's going to play my husband. I yeah. want you to see Ray. I think she just wanted to use that." that chip, that yeah. card as uh, than believing that I could do it. But in any case I went and and then, then there's a story. Monday I I, I, I meet him OK, Tuesday, I get a call, I'll come in and read with an actress, yeah. come in, read with the actress. Thursday, I get a call, come in and read with Jeff Daniels. Yeah. I'm saying, oh, my God, this is great. I'm not going to be t- told no by a casting agent. I'm, yeah. uh, you know, now they're if, if they don't want me, they, I'm just not right for the part or right. my acting chops wasn't right. Yeah. That night, I'm watching Johnny Carson. Jeff comes on. He's talking about Woody. He's yeah. talking about Jack. He had just done the Purple Rose of Cairo right. for Woody Allen. He's yeah. talking about Jack Nicholson for in terms of the deer he was in both those movies i hit the floor doing push-ups i'm looking at at the script because i have to read with him the next day yeah and and i just i just i just was ready i just was ready (laughs) i did my homework and and that you know i'm a wound up crazy bastard yeah yeah and uh uh luckily when when he said action that's what came out wow that's great yeah, and you were like, and you know, you were at the end of your rope too. Totally. As a matter of fact, it was almost to the day. Yeah, because I, my dad, being a depression baby, he yeah. handled my money, all the money that I made from the soap. I just uh-huh. gave it to him. Yeah, and for, I was living off that money for five years, but yeah. I lived in a struggling actor's box on Beachwood Avenue, five blocks up from Fountain. Is that Fountain there or Franklin? Or Franklin. Yeah, and and it was. I mean, it was brown shag carpeting with dirty curtains yeah and and
0: i know right where that it is. was
2: it was it was hard so you were about to run out is that what you're saying yeah well i had to get a regular job and i couldn't even the old man to you told that you that because i didn't yeah he said like it's you know it's down to it and i remember i was with my my sister and her then husband and and we were at alice's restaurant you know at the, the pier out yeah. in malibu yeah and uh I th- I think I was supposed to call call them in and like like no cell phones or anything so I was supposed to call in and and, and find out what happened yeah. and uh they said that Jonathan wanted to talk to me yeah. and and he called me up and said Ray would you like to be Ray yeah. and that's like wow <laughs> I got it yeah I did and I cried like a baby yeah because the pressure of five years of not knowing that you're gonna get what whatever it is that
0: you want that you're working for well, how did you end up starting with, with stand up oh, was when I was in college I just always wanted to do it as a kid and I couldn't figure out how to do it and then uh, you know when I graduated college I moved out here I was a doorman at the comedy store I got all fucked up on drugs went back to Boston and you know started doing open mics once I figured out you know at, back then, it was like you go do open mics. So I just kept doing them, and I kept doing them. And I, and like in my mind, though, there was nothing else to do. Nothing, there was no other thing. But you decided in high school that you wanted to do stand I, up I, I think I decided in college. I went to college. I did a lot of other stuff. I acted. I wrote. I liberal arts and whatever. But Where'd you go? I, BU. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. But when I graduated, I'm like, I'm going to LA. I want to be stand up comic. I, thought I always, since I was a little kid, I wanted to do it. But it's hard to figure out what you do. But like looking back on it, I don't know over the years how the fuck I stayed in it. You know, because you just, you know, you, you just keep building your time. You keep yeah. going up there getting beat up until you got an act. And then you get, you know, get someone to book the act. And then, you know, you keep going. Right. But the thing was is that, you know, people ask you about the career. It's like, if you do this shit, you know, most of the time you don't have a plan B. It's not like, you you know, there's no other thing. No. So, you know, you it's in your brain. It's like there's no choices. Right right and you
2: figure look look uh, you watch people doing it and you're saying I know I could do at least as good as this guy and he's <laughs> yeah, making a living yeah yeah I was driven it, by that s- stuff yeah. Kicks
0: in oh yeah man now, my first uh, I'd say the first decade of my life was driven by spite you know what I mean? Just, <laughs> totally yeah. it's,
2: it's the best <laughs> motivator
0: call my manager how the fuck did that guy get that
2: exactly thing? <laughs> exactly no <laughs> question about yeah it. so but, I still do that I'm still like that
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah you must have a time tolerant agent uh <laughs>
2: i don't know I, I i i call a lot you play guitar i do yeah a lot yeah you i, I, I did in sixth grade yeah and 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 i think i think uh I played at a dance once. We yeah. only had one song. Yeah. But I would sing upstairs, and, and I had a decent voice from what I hear. And my mother said, oh, I love when you play. And that yeah. shut me right down and never did it again. <laughs> really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was something I held on to. I did it when I was a kid, and I just I always did it you know, by myself. And it's like a meditation. Yeah, you know, I, I got better. I keep getting better. So I keep playing. Every day you play? I pick it up, you know, like uh, if I'm in town, like I, I don't compulsively practice, but I'll put on some records, play jam with them. I start oh, really? pl- Yeah. I start playing with some people sometimes. I, ke- I keep trying to get better. That's all. You know, it's a hobby though. Right. You know, like right. a, like that. that's the one thing I used to do a joke about it, how like I, I never tried to be a professional musician, so my, my guitar isn't haunted by failure. I don't. <laughs> Is that why it looks so clean? <laughs> yeah. It's not haunted. Like it just, it doesn't represent something that didn't happen for me. You know, it's just something I enjoy doing. So wait, so let me just ask you about the about about Harry again, the acting teacher. Uh-huh. What was his last name again? Mastro George. Now was that like a, was that a, a, a scene study class? Was it a lot of people in there? Because you were with him for what four or five years before you got the part, right? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And after I did my first move, something wild went back to class. Dominic Eugene back to class. Field of Dreams back to class. Uh, Goodfellas back to class. Uh, really? I, I, yeah, I just kept going. Because he just said that you know the imagination is like a muscle. The more you exercise it, the stronger it gets. And I bought into everything he said because it, it totally made sense to me.
0: What was other things? Uh,
2: just that it's a child's game. Oh, that just, one, yeah. you, you, you just played uh, uh, with a child's rules but not at an adult level. Right. And it, it was as simple as that. And then, then the things that could throw you off... Were the things about you worried about presentation? Yeah. You're saying somebody else's words, you're yeah. saying things on cue. Yeah. And that could be, you know, that could throw you off. Right. If you just stick to the plan, you know, pretend. Yeah. Uh, you can't go wrong in sticking with the story. It was right. really simple stuff. It wasn't like some crazy thing. But he was—he came from the platform of you. Uh, anybody can do it. it it's just uh, you know, and, right. and if you just play the simple game or right. pretend. Oh, really? Where most acting teachers are saying you can't do it, so I'm going to give you the methodology of how you can do it.
0: Yeah, but I think that the thing that really separates actors is I think some people. You know, you can work and work and work. Who the hell knows why anyone's going to break? There's some people that have different talents for it or innately have it. But, yeah, you can function as an actor. But, you know, you somehow, I think, you're uh, uh, authentically yourself. Right. And always some part of that's going to come through. Totally. You know, you don't... (laughs) You know, it's not like you, you see a part that you play, go like, who is that guy? Right. You know?
2: Or like, you're like, oh, all of a sudden you're not going to get to the point of, yeah, there's a camera there. You're yeah. going to know there's a camera right. there, but you just ignore it and do what you have to do. You sure. Don't, right. You don't forget,
0: yeah. But- not everybody can do that. It's a weird thing that once the camera's there, you know, it's a, it is a unique skill. All you got to do is watch porn and you realize like, <laughs> you know, not everybody can do this. You know, they just, <laughs> they can fuck on camera, but they're not doing the other thing. Right. It's a weird thing. So, okay, so you do something something wild, and Demi directs you, and that's yeah. early on. It's like his first movie, isn't it? Yeah. What was he like then?
2: He was great. He was great, one, because he gave me the part, and yeah. two... You know, he started. He said, All right, let's make some movie history here. Yeah. He was really, really into it. And there's nothing more Scorsese had the same thing, there's nothing more exciting than working with somebody who is really excited about playing pretend. Yeah. It, 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 it's <laughs> yeah, it's right. very contagious and right. really makes you wanna do it and, and do it for them. But you know, you know, that it that it's that it's pretend.
0: You don't have to live there.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, no. At first you did. Well, I, at first I did. I, I, I was a little too methody because I, I didn't trust myself enough. Oh yeah. So not that I went out beating up people, but I, I kind of kept it always in my head, always ruminating up, up in my head what I'm, what I'm doing. The emotions of the character. The next day
0: and it's exhausting doing it. That I, way. I, I guess it would be. You show up exhausted, I can't work because I've been too busy yeah. being the guy well, no, when I was sleeping. You do it because yeah. the,
2: the adrenaline kicks in, but.
0: But then, like, yeah. I can't imagine, like, I, I, like it's interesting about, for me, about Goodfellas, you know, is that it's one of those movies where, like, and especially with Italian movies, and especially with Scorsese, I, I can't, like, your whole life, you got guys coming up to you, right? Now, to this day? Sure. Yeah. But that's it I have kids coming up to me right because
2: what happens is fathers turn their sons on to the movie. it. but sometimes it's like you can tell the kids only 12 or 13 years old and right. he comes up and says I loved you in Goodfellas and I'm saying what kind of parents do you have <laughs> <laughs> you're really too young to be watching it but because everybody's got their head in these things they can look up anything they want anyhow Yeah. so the kids now are much more sophisticated than we were as kids just because they can
0: google whatever they, the fuck they want they can do whatever they want without anyone knowing it yep. there's no way to control them because yep. you know, most adults don't understand what yep. the hell they're doing yep. or how they can get things yep. but I mean that part like that was your like the, what your fourth movie yeah. and there's a huge part it was a huge lead How? what was the auditioning process for that? i didn't audition at all i just kept talking to marty oh
2: really first person it took about a year to get and the i was the first person from what i hear that he met and then months go by yeah uh, dominic and eugene is at the venice film festival he was there with last last temptation of christ i took my dad with me to venice uh for the experience Uh uh and we're standing on the second level of the Excelsior Hotel, and yeah. there's this crowd of people mo- moving a- a- as as one. Yeah. And from my vantage point, on the second floor, in the middle of it, I saw Marty. Yeah. So I said, I hadn't seen him in like months, so I, I just wanted to put my my, my my face in front of him yeah. before he remembered right. me. So I kind of came running down. I come, like, Marty, Marty. And the, he had bodyguards all around him because yeah. he was getting death threats because of Last Temptation. And oh. The controversy oh, right. of what that movie was and they pushed me away and i said no 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 i just want to say hi to marty i just want to say <laughs> yeah. hi and that's what you're not that, travis that's, bickle that's what <laughs> well, that's what that's <laughs> he that's when he decided that he was going to cast me yeah. because the only thing he had really seen is something wild so yeah. he didn't know i was like and me personally to this day i've never gotten in a fight yeah so to play these kind and, and henry hill the only way he got as far as he did was because he, he was a good soldier he yeah. did what he was told right he didn't you wasn't going around whacking people or things like
0: that (laughs) He was just getting them things to eat well whatever (laughs) yeah so that's how the persistence got him Uh, yeah I guess you've never gotten
2: into a fight (laughs) no once in seventh grade (laughs) Once in seventh grade, because me and this guy Jeff Roth, we were fighting over what grammar school had oh, better f- better cafeteria food. I swear to God, I think it was something like that. So we went down first we were gonna fight at the path. Yeah. And then said, No, not the path, meet him down at the house. Yeah. So then we went down to the house, where you know this big field, the soccer fields and baseball uh, yeah. fields. And right. we had a fight and it was stupid and I won. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least you won. That did. That's hilarious because even now, even today, like I know I'm going to talk to you, and like in my mind, I'm like, oh boy, this guy's a tough fucking guy. <laughs> what, <am> I, <laughs> what the fuck am I going to say to this guy? Uh, you know. But that's yeah, interesting that you know that you get identified with the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does but, happen. Yeah, of people. course. Because that's it. how 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 are they going to know you? They don't know you, well, right? So, Unless you they know. saw the Muppet movies. Yeah. And then it's a different guy. Do, uh, movies with the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's a younger generation that just thinks you're a sweetheart. Yeah, exactly. And the people from the soap. Yep. Oh, yeah. Way back. They, I imagine. Do you still get people recognize you from that? Come on. N- uh, sometimes, but yeah, they're a little older. What, so when you did Goodfellas, I mean, like that set, I can't like, and I and if you're tired of talking about it, I can't imagine how amazing it, it was uh, to be on that set. Was it? It was. It was the ultimate in playing pretend. Yeah.
2: But also... Uh, not to bring a downer into it my mom was sick with cancer uh. during the whole time and passed away in the middle of filming it mm. and the teamsters and pesci they all came to the funeral they came to my house after so it was really so my thing is like uh, i i can play pretend with everybody my mom's dying yeah. so i don't care who you are what reputation you have what movies you did yeah this is something that's really serious all, yeah. I, all we're doing is playing pretend so let's Play pretend, and I don't mean that in a cocky way. It, it's just the, the the mindset that you get when you're when you're going through something like that. It
0: must have helped you out. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it got your didn't mind make
2: off me. It. It. it didn't make me shy. Yeah. So uh, well, I just went and had fun. But again, Marty one of those kinds of people that's so excited yeah. by the
0: pretend of it all. Right. Right. So that, wow, that's amazing. And so like she passed away and then he still had a month or two to shoot or like what? Yeah,
2: the first scene that I had, I remember the scene, I had a scene with Paulie and some other guy. Yeah. Uh, when they told me for sure to go home. And yeah. That was brutal. Yeah. Uh, but we still had to finish shooting and then she did, she passed in my arms. she waited for me, no question yeah. about it. Uh, and then uh, I go back, and the first scene back is one of the only times that there's laughing. It's it's when it's when Karen Lorraine comes at me saying, "You stood me up. Who do you think you are, it's, uh, Frankie Valley?" And yeah. blah blah blah. Way way way. Yeah yeah. And, and that was my
0: first scene back. Oh, like the day after or a few days. A few days after, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you just walked right back in that's yeah. something thank god yeah thank god to tell you the truth right yeah yeah and and, and your old man was still around or no yeah. yeah yeah Uh. he's still around now
2: no he died a couple of years ago at 98
0: oh that's a good run huh yeah wow <laughs> so like what is it do you think like because you've done a, a lot of fucking movies and uh and you just you you clearly love to work yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Sometimes
2: you have to work. Sometimes, no, of course. You know, uh, yeah, of course. There's a couple in there that I'd rather not have done, but yeah. you got to do what
0: you got to do. But Copland, that, I love that movie. That was a really good movie. Right? It was totally a good movie. So He's it was right. NARC. NARC is a great fucking movie. Yeah. You're fucking menacing in that. What, what is it with you and Corrupt Cops? I don't know. <laughs> they like me. <laughs> they like you to do that. Yeah. So this show that, like, why is this um, going to be the last season? Of uh, shades of blue,
2: I I have my theories, but I don't know for sure. I I, I think really what it is is yeah. that 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 Jen kind of had enough. Oh yeah, and it was really hard. She has so much on her plate. She's doing Jennifer the Vegas, Lopez. Yeah, she's she's got the the Vegas show. Yeah, she's got a two hour dance show on on NBC that that uh, every week. Yeah, uh, she's newly in love and uh, there weren't enough hours in a day And doing a series especially something like this one yeah it's really it's draining it's yeah. draining and it takes
0: a lot of time and so I, that, she didn't have that much time she was she was busy with other things right so well did they just write a conclusion to the investigation i mean what happens at the, i mean this is the last no season. we
2: didn't know until two weeks ago that that it was oh. ending so they the season that they wrote was as if it was going to continue on oh. you know, we all want i wanted it to go on because it's just a great character yeah uh, but we didn't know until maybe now it's three three weeks a month that that this was going to be it. So yeah. it's not everything is tied up in, in in a bow. It's just it's just over and that's all there is to it. I was hoping they would keep it going. Yeah, you know, and not re- replace Jen because yeah. Jen is Jen, but they could have brought somebody else in. Right, because it's a good show. Yeah, it's a really good show, but it's their ball and bat.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, that's the business you were i we were in a movie together <laughs> we were <laughs> yeah what? I did. flock of dudes no yes with uh uh yeah 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 and go, like i i didn't even see the final cut either did i i, I don't but, think it ever came out no I, it did kind of come out yeah kinda. It, it's out you can watch it really yeah i played the boss of uh you know those guys no, that's so funny. Fool, that's I got, funny. <laughs> maybe we should watch it. I know I didn't do scenes with you. That I know. No, I had the scenes with D'Elia. Yeah. I see him all the time at the comedy store. So what, the, what are you working on now? You got a movie working? I just finished a movie with Noah Baumbach. The really? come
2: out this fall. And do you play I'm, a corrupt I'm cop? <laughs> no, I'm a lawyer in this one. Yeah, it's funny. Cops love me when they when I see cops in New York. We always like just, of course, shoot the shit.
0: Well, they they they, you understand them. (laughs) I mean, you know, there's got to be you know, like I I don't know what kind of research you do or whether you just pull from the you go when you do when you get a part like that, you know, like Copland or even the the first season of Shades of Blue or any of them where you know narc. I mean, do you do you just stick with the script and then use your own imagination, or do you like, or do you talk to cops? Or what no, you- no. I in the beginning, I think the first time I played a cop was unlawful entry, uh-huh.
2: and I uh, I went and, and did a ride along with with a sergeant, and I would go and ride with them. Yeah. Uh, as well as talking to them, going to the shooting range, reading books. Right. So I, I've done plenty of uh, of research. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so I mean they And I used
2: to really be into the research. I played a heart surgeon where I was watching open heart surgeries for weeks. Really? I was there so much that the doctor asked me, he said, "Do you want to come up and stand next <laughs> to me while I'm doing this?" And I said, "Yeah, I would." And he says, "All right, come on, stand right here." And the woman's chest was wide open. Oh my god. And and he said, "Do you want to touch her heart?"
0: Oh my god. I said,
2: "What?" He said, "Do you want to touch her heart?" Yeah, yeah. And I went down and touched God. Boom, Touch this woman's heart. Because it's not going up and down because they can't operate, yeah. but they, they got the, the, the bypass machine, machine yeah. going. And uh, I touched this woman's heart. Yeah, gloves on. It man. was great. Yeah. I played a coroner once, so I was going down to the city coroner's office. And I hate being late. And there was a lot of traffic. I think it was on the 134, wherever uh-huh. wherever it was. And and I finally get there, and I run up. I said, I'm so sorry I'm late. I am so sorry. And they they turn. And he said, no, don't worry about it. And he pointed. And he said, that was him. And there was a guy with a sheet over him, dead. He tried to cross the 134 oh my god and that's what the traffic was he he got hit
0: and died oh my I god i mean there's nothing funny about it no i
2: uh, just it was going closure oh. it's closure
0: it's, you know, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> it's closure <laughs> so how long did you spend looking at bodies uh there's, just a day on that one what other weird ass research did you do
2: <laughs> um baseball i played a lot of baseball yeah uh, when i did field of dreams i yeah. i uh uh Rod Dado, who coaches the USC baseball team yeah. has more national champions than than in any other sport he's ch- like he was a uh, 13 time yeah uh, a collegiate champion so yeah. i went there uh and and worked out with them and Donnie Buford, who used to play for the Orioles uh huh so
0: did you play? Did you, had you played in uh, high Little school league. or
2: college? Little league and junior high school, and then I got hit a couple times, and I said, "That's it, I'm too chicken."
0: Oh, of the ball, yeah, can't be afraid of the ball. You
2: can't be afraid of the ball. I, you, of the ball. And you just got to stand up there, and I don't know how they do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, there was
2: one kid fast, who man. just had, in that time, it was like heat, but he had no control. Oh, and I just, I just Worst. didn't have him to 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 stand in there. <laughs> yeah. I didn't.
0: No, no. It's like I I, I played. Uh, Little Egan, I—that was it for me. I couldn't. I the thought of he getting hit by a fucking ball.
2: Little Egan, first game or whatever. A little ground ball comes. My 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 glove falls off. Boom! The ball hits my finger, breaks it. <laughs> no, <I'm> not, <laughs> like it's like the it's first a sign. Game. It's a sign. Total sign.
0: I was in center field. I got hit in the fucking face. <laughs> I fell down. I was under. <laughs> <laughs> what well, do you mean? It's if like, someone hits you, the ball or the grass? No, a pop fly. Yeah. And I'm backing up, and I trip, and it bounced right off my fucking face. And I'm like, that's it. If you get hit in the face in center field, you're not meant for the game.
2: Right? Yeah, no. (laughs) We're we're built for this stuff, though. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my
0: God. How often do you go back to Jersey?
2: uh if i'm in new york now my sister and dad they were down in florida so i would always go and visit them but when i'm in new york and when i was doing the series we shot it here i would go home just to see some green yeah yeah. my my best friend gene yeah uh, lives in scotch plains so i would go out there and and you guys are still best friends yeah
0: since high school or something that's great third grade third grade and, the, and he lives in Jersey. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And everything, you feel good. You feel like you got closure in your life, the adoption, the everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, all that, yes. Yeah. And you're yes. doing all right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I still feel I have a lot more to do with this, though.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I still
2: feel like I haven't made it. I,
0: there's still things I want to do. Well, I'm curious about this bombback movie. I guess you can't really talk about it, but it was it a small movie like he usually does? Like, you know...
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean not smart Johansson I mean, and Adam Driver, two those big, big casts.
0: Yeah, which which you know, but like he shot he shot it like he shot he shoots his other movies. Yeah, yeah, oh great. Yeah,
2: yeah, Noah's great. Yeah, he's really great. And and I kind of got the the script kind of late, and I really need time now, especially at sixty three, to yeah. learn to learn my lines. I can't do it overnight like I used to. Yeah, yeah. So and he he wants. Every I dotted and every T crossed. Right. And and if you don't get that, he'll just tell you again, and he doesn't get flustered. He doesn't get... Uh, maniacal. He doesn't roll his eyes. He's not looking at his watch. He's yeah. just doing it again. You do yeah. it again. So you feel safe as an actor. And that only happened in one scene, and it was only part of one scene. Yeah. Everything else I, I I got, but there was one day I would like back. Yeah. I thought, you know, you finish, you do a scene, you, yeah. you do your stuff, and it's over. And then it turns around on the other people. Yeah. But I didn't realize it was still going to be on our side. And sometimes after you do your stuff, you just kind of get just get it out of there, and and you give them the cues they need but the camera's on them let them get the words right
0: yeah i you know it's weird because i'm like i'm pretty new to acting you know i'm on this show glow now and i'm still never i'm still not 100 sure what's covered when i'm getting my coverage and when it's on them i know when it's a close-up but a lot of times in the bigger shots i'm just going all in all the time that's what i did yeah
2: i I don't i i i i agree with that yeah unless unless maybe you you've got a breakdown yeah yeah all oh, right, right, it's, right. It's, sure it's on sure back
0: yeah 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 but
2: and i i i i think might as well give it the to more them, you right? do what the deeper it gets i that's what i feel yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. just do it i know well, that's some exciting people
2: will wait for
0: yeah there's the, some people that shut right the fuck off on there uh, when it's your coverage completely. it's and it's sort completely. of like come on give me, a, give me something Connect. i've heard of people not even showing up oh they have the someone else read for it yeah standing yeah That's rude. That's fucked up. All right. Well, it's great to see you, man. Same here. It was great talking to you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, best of luck with everything. Thank you. You too. That was him, man. Sat right across me. Fucking Ray Liotta. For reals. Let's play some sad rocking guitar. It's a fucking grumbling mess. mm